Good morning, and welcome to Simply Tech. It's Tuesday, February 27th. On today's show, NVIDIA's free-tier GeForce Now will soon show ads while you're waiting to play, and Inkit, a self-publishing platform using AI to develop bestsellers, books $37 NIMA led by Kozla. Plus, Netflix confirms it's cutting off Apple billing for grandfathered subscribers. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Tech. We start off with a shift in NVIDIA's cloud gaming service, GeForce Now. Starting February 28th, users of its free trial will begin seeing ads. However, these ads will only be for the free tier and won't interrupt gameplay. Here to discuss this further is Bella, a correspondent for Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about this change? Certainly, David. NVIDIA has stated that free users will start to see up to two minutes of ads while waiting in queue to start a gaming session. This change is expected to help pay for the free tier of service and reduce average wait times for free users over time. So these ads won't interrupt the actual gameplay. That's correct. The ads will only be displayed while users are waiting in queue to start a gaming session. They won't interrupt the gameplay itself. What about the other tiers of the GeForce Now service? The ads will not affect the priority or ultimate tiers of the service. The ultimate tier, in particular, offers the power of an RTX 4080 in the cloud, greatly reduced latency, and G-Sync monitor support. However, it currently costs $20 a month with no free trial. I see. And what about NVIDIA's promised $7.99 day pass? As of now, NVIDIA's $7.99 day pass, which would make for a better trial, is not yet available. We are currently inquiring with NVIDIA about this. How are users reacting to this change? NVIDIA plans to send out emails to all free tier users on February 27th to inform them about the ads. It's too early to gauge the reaction, but it's worth noting that many streaming services have introduced ad-supported tiers in recent months. Thanks for that report, Bella. Now let's shift our focus to a startup that's making waves in the publishing industry. Inkit, a company that uses AI to turn self-published stories into potential blockbusters, has raised $37 million in a bid to build a new Disney for the 21st century. The startup's app allows users to self-publish stories, which are then selected, tweaked, and distributed based on their potential appeal, as determined by AI and data science. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about Inkit's business model and how it uses AI? Certainly, David. Inkit's platform allows people to self-publish their stories. The company then uses AI and data science to select what it believes are the most compelling of these stories. These selected stories are then distributed and sold on a second app, Galatea. The AI is used to run A-B tests around every aspect of the work, from titles and story arcs to first lines and cliffhangers. This gives Inkit a wealth of data on how fiction is performing and what performs best, which it then applies to subsequent books being published. That's fascinating. And what does Inkit plan to do with the new funding it has raised? Inkit plans to use the new funding to expand the kind of content it produces. This includes using AI to write stories based on original ideas and to produce personalized versions of its fiction for specific readers. The company also plans to move into games and audiobooks and to produce more video content adapted from fiction published on its platform. 
The ultimate vision, according to CEO and founder Ali Albazaz, is to build a multimedia empire around its content library. And how has Inkit been performing so far? Inkit has attracted 33 million users and dozens of bestsellers. The company claims that its algorithms give it a 20x higher success rate than traditional publishers for publishing a best-selling book. Revenues have doubled in the last year and the company is almost profitable. A TV series based on the Galatea book, Beautiful Mistake Alone, has generated revenues of $500,000. What about the future? What does Inkit have in store? Inkit is planning to use AI to generate stories based on catchy treatments crafted by talented humans. It's also looking into personalizing stories using AI algorithms. The company is experimenting with a number of large language models for narrative construction and is using different AIs for tasks such as translating books into different languages and generating cover art. The main idea seems to be to use a mix of AIs to get the best result. Thanks for that update, Celeste. Now shifting gears to the world of streaming, Netflix has confirmed that it has started to remove longtime subscribers from their Apple iTunes billing plans. The streaming giant now requires these subscribers to pay directly using a credit or debit card. This change affects all members on the basic plan who are using an iTunes method of payment. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, James. Can you tell us more about this change? Certainly, David. This move by Netflix means that subscribers who had signed up before Netflix stopped accepting subscriptions through Apple's payment system will now have to pay Netflix directly. Some of these subscribers had managed to maintain the streaming service's old $9.99 price for years. So, what does this mean for these subscribers? Well, these subscribers will now have to either accept a price hike of more than $5 for essentially the same plan they've had for years, or pay $3 less and accept ads. It's a significant change, especially considering the increasing costs of streaming services. Why has Netflix decided to make this change now? This change is the culmination of a long-standing issue between Netflix and Apple. Despite Apple adding in-app subscription options to iPhones in 2010, Netflix didn't add them to its iOS app until 2015 because it was opposed to Apple's 30% cut. In late 2018, Netflix decided it didn't want to pay Apple at all, dropping in-app subscriptions entirely. What impact could this have on Netflix's relationship with its subscribers? It's hard to say at this point, David. Some subscribers might not appreciate the sudden change, especially those who were benefiting from the old pricing. However, others might not mind the change, especially if they understand Netflix's reasons for making it. It will be interesting to see how this plays out. Thanks for those insights, James. Now, shifting gears to the world of aerospace, the Federal Aviation Administration, or FAA, has concluded its review of SpaceX's investigation into the second Starship launch that took place in November. The regulator stated on Monday that it accepted the root causes and 17 corrective actions identified by SpaceX. However, before Starship can take to the skies again, SpaceX must implement all the corrective actions and apply for a modified launch license. Michael, our correspondent for Simply Tech, is here to delve deeper into this. Can you tell us more about the FAA's review and what it means for SpaceX? Certainly, David. The FAA's acceptance of SpaceX's investigation findings means that the instigation is now officially closed. However, 
SpaceX must implement all the corrective actions identified in the investigation and apply for a modified launch license before it can fly Starship again. The FAA is currently evaluating SpaceX's license modification request. Can you give us some context about the second Starship launch and what led to this investigation? Absolutely. SpaceX's second orbital flight test of the nearly 400-foot-tall Starship rocket in November was a significant improvement over the first test. All 33 of the Raptor engines on the Super Heavy booster powered on successfully, and none failed during the nearly three-minute ascent burn. The company also successfully executed a difficult hot-stage separation for the first time. However, like the first test, it ended in a fiery explosion midair, leading to the FAA's mishap investigation. What were the main findings of SpaceX's investigation? SpaceX identified seven changes to the booster and 10 to the Starship vehicle. These include hardware redesigns to increase robustness and reduce complexity, hardware changes to reduce leaks, operational changes, flammability analysis updates, and modeling updates. The company believes that the likely cause of the booster's explosion was a filter blockage in one of the Raptor engines. This engine failed energetically, leading to a total loss of the booster. The Starship upper stage met its end when a propellant leak started a fire that severed communication between the spacecraft's onboard computers, leading to an engine shutdown and triggering the autonomous flight termination system to destroy the vehicle. What's next for SpaceX and the Starship project? Some of the hardware changes and design upgrades have already been introduced to the versions of the vehicle that will fly for the third orbital flight test. SpaceX CEO Elon Musk has indicated that this mission could take place as early as the second week of March. SpaceX's ultimate goal is to complete the full mission profile, which includes the Super Heavy booster completing a boost backburn and executing a controlled splashdown in the Gulf of Mexico, with Starship flying halfway around the world and landing in the Pacific Ocean. Thanks for the insights, Michael. We'll certainly be looking forward to that. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Tech. We'll see you back here tomorrow.